My guests are Chrissy Pissy and Freshy Fresh Prince. Uh, <laughs> though I think he's white chocolate instead of yeah, Freshy yeah. Fresh Prince. He sold that. I am. I'm Jason Williams. Jason Kidd. And I'm you know, Yeah, Jason Williams. And I'm you're just Jay I'm Jason right. Statham. No, you're not. You're not Jason Statham. No. But shout out to Jason Statham. I feel honored today. It's good to have you. I love it is my audio syphilis. Is it good? It is good. It's checking good. Audio is right. good. All yeah, right, see? So what, what are the initiatives of questions you want to roll with? You're the host. You just said it's the dude show today. You're running oh, the show. Oh, well, what do you want to talk? We want to talk yeah. about uh, social, economical things going on in America, geopolitical uh, situation in, 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 in Israel right now. That's uh, a little touchy. Do you want... Um, Let's get some humor, some good, some good slappy stories. I got... Talk about your... Um, I got many things. Yeah, I could talk about. Have you been to Amsterdam? Do you want? I've been to Amsterdam. Tell them what happens at Amsterdam. Well, well, well you just can't go with the first I one. Mean, Should I be looking straight? I don't know. What do I, I do with I, my hands? I feel I'm intimidated. Like... <laughs> dude, well, you're... what do I do with my dude, hands? Dude, you are doing you're awesome. The dude, man. You, you're the crush me. I have a romance. I have action adventure. I have comedy stories. You have all. Genres. I have uh, espionage. Some espionage stuff. I am. A genuine American war hero, after all. That's that's uh, what your vest is. Yes. Is that your nickname, Skid Monk? Or well, I have, Mark? Skid I have Mark? many hey. nicknames. Depends on what hat I wear that day. Oh, thank you. So you're you're the dude, Skid Hot Sauce, Skid Mark, Bumble Brian, Chocolate Vanilla. Is your name Mark? With the swirl. The Ice Man. The Ice Man. What's happening? Is your name Mark? Mark Skid Mark. No, it is not. It's Brian. I. Oh, We're shit. supposed oh, to divulge shit. that information. They used to work for CIA? Is that correct? Uh, worked with some agencies oh, in the federal government. Oh. I was Army. Your Army. You just mentioned his name and then said he's CIA. What are you doing? Yeah, you just outed me. I did. You might have. Yeah, you I just compromised it. the whole situation now. I'll take it out. Don't worry. It, no, you can do that. <laughs> <laughs> My stories. Yeah, it's a good one. I would say are actually 87.7 <laughs> correct with some little exaggeration thrown in there. What do you mean by And the names, it, certain names, dates, and places uh, have been um, excluded to protect the innocent. Oh, God. Um, but my stories are mainly true. No cap. No. I thought maybe we would talk about some Vegas stories. Yeah, let, let's let's go with your story for in people Vegas. who might be going to Las Vegas. Yeah, or thinking about it. I mean, yeah. yeah, I ran gentlemen's clubs in Las Vegas. Tell the Tito Ortiz. Oh yeah, I have many stories to tell about Las Vegas. I ran gentlemen's clubs, and I had my own security firm in Las Vegas where I dabbled for uh, higher end clientele, some celebrities that I sound, signed a non disclosure uh -huh. agreement with. I can reveal a few names. Snoopaloop? Oh, Snoopaloop was a big one. Was yeah. he, he token? Oh, all the time. Oh, yeah. I got some stories about Snoopaloop. But yes, uh, <laughs> I'm retired military, so I had a security clinch. So anyway, so I was living in Carolina, and I'm also a golf professional. That is another hat I wear. Um, so living in Carolina, and I decided to pack up my shit one day and just move to Vegas. No job, no nothing. I had a Saturn at the time, SC2, which I really liked that car. This was Krika. When did I move out to Vegas? 2003? 
Beginning part of early 2003. I uh, had a motorcycle. I had a tow hitch installed on my Saturn. I moved cross country. No job, no nothing. Damn. So like every person, like like the starlets, the Hollywood starlets with big breasts that want to go to L.A. and become a they just packed movie. It all I just packed up and moved out there. Chase the dream. So I had a, a, a hotel, or I stayed at a hotel for two nights hotel uh, uh, right yeah. off the Las Vegas Strip. I forgot the name of the hotel. Some, and there was, it was a bad experience. What was that? Right? I mean, meth heads, oh, no. crack heads. All I heard over? a couple gunshots. I said, that's it. I can't stay here no more. Because I didn't even have an apartment or nothing. Right. I just moved out there cold. And then so I found an apartment complex within two days. I said, I got to get out of this place. So I started off as a golf pro. And I was given, and the golf business doesn't pay a lot of money. So uh, I got into, on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday nights, I would do security at a place called Treasures. This is a, a gentleman's club? club? Okay. Strip club. Pretty big one, high end or high end. High yeah, end the stuff. guy owns a string. He owned a string. He was a um, an Arabic man, to be politically correct. Uh, he owned a string of them in Houston. Treasures is like really well known in the Houston area. So he opened a place out in Vegas, and I was working security there for a little bit, and I started to learn how to hustle and all the stuff that goes on with the strip club. So then. Uh, over at Silverstone Golf Course, which isn't there anymore, I was giving lessons to this one guy. His name was Barry, and he owned a big construction company out in Vegas. And he's, I think Barry was maybe 64, 65 at the time. And uh, he always wanted to own a strip club. So I'm giving him a lesson, and he's talking to me about how he can't find a key employee and everything. And I said, well, you know, I... Just got out of the military. I have a top secret clearance. Uh, I still do some work for the government. Um, you know, I got a clean background check. I said, I can be your key employee because a key employee is everybody knows who has a business. They're on the liquor license. You wanted a gaming license and all that stuff, and you need somebody with no records. Right. Well, in the strip business, I mean, everybody has a record. I mean, that's, right, that's yeah. all you hire, right? Right. So I said, oh, yeah, you want to be my GM? I could put you down a key employee. And I said, well, sure. So I jumped on it. So we opened up this place called SIN, S-I-N, which stands for Seductive Intimate Nightlife. Oh. Right? Wow. So I go into this thing, and we're setting it up, and I'm hiring all my guys and everything, and I worked security for a little bit. I was moonlighting. I had it great because my day job, I, I, I would You're close. Oh. I would always close Friday and Saturday, yeah. so I could go in right from that job over into my night job at security, right? I didn't have to, and I had Sundays off, which made it nice. Well, anyway, so I got into the running and managing the gentlemen's clubs. And uh, it's not easy having a clean record doing that kind of stuff. All right, because everybody's a criminal. Everybody's a smooth is, criminal. Is a, is a, are you allowed to swear on this podcast? Syphilis. Is this thirteen? <laughs> yeah, we're, we're rated R. Well, everybody is like a we're, fucking hustler and a fucking and hustler have, and has a history. Right. So here I am going in this thing clean with sheet. a clean slate. I got a you know top secret government with a clearance. Right. I'm working with Vice and doing some some work, background investigations for uh, the government, which is kind of easy. So if somebody has a top secret clearance. If somebody lived in Vegas area, I would I would 
do background investigations on them, that, that kind of work. Uh, um, but people may listen and might know what that is. But So that's what I did for the government when I was doing this other stuff. So what was going on at SINs? Well, it's very interesting. So the average person, <laughs> I got some stories, but yeah, the average person who goes to Las Vegas does not know what goes behind the scenes at some of these clubs. And oh, it's just, man. it opened my eyes a little bit yeah. to, uh, to, the, to the underbelly of the world. And like I said, I was, well, I told you, you heard my stories. I work with this guy. He's the face of the <laughs> club right here. All the members <laughs> Google Google him. Google. All the young young ladies. Well, anyway, so you've been to Vegas too, haven't you? I feel like I'm excluding. I don't know which way to talk. You are. Do good, I talk man. to you? Do I talk to you? I mean, you do first on the podcast. None of us. Uh, we don't no, there is a first one. In the intro, you come first. I do. So he's uh, like, so I should be talking to him. Well, you should go back and forth. Yeah, you should, you've been to Vegas, right? Yeah. For the AVN. Conferences when you were an adult? I know you said you were. Well, I wasn't in AVN, to be honest. <laughs> I was in uh, Clips for Sale. Well, yes, but they have the AVN, the Adult Video Awards out there yeah. every yeah. year. I've always, used to. I've always wanted to go because. Well, yeah, you get laid a lot. Oh, yeah. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Are you kidding me? I, even I could get laid out there, yeah, which I did quite yeah. a lot of cocoa store. Well, oh, I don't know where to go now. So anyway, so I got this job doing running the strip clubs, right? And everybody's got an angle, and they're all trying to hustle you. And here I am, you know. I was alcohol was always my thing, yeah. you know. I never Nothing did the else, drugs, right? as you know. No, yeah, that's another topic because I think I'm going to be a three part guest. I got stories. Um, but anyway, <laughs> what a vlog. Well, I can't jump around. See, now my mind is scrambling. So you're I'm talking, all flustered. We're late. You're talking about the underbelly of Oh, Sims. Vegas. Yes, the, the night, underbelly the of the nightlife. Well, anyway, so. What you learned there. That was kind of where you were right. going, I think. Well, I'll just tell some stories in general. Let's I mean, see. I can't. They don't want to know about Let's hear about the, like the tranny story. That was a pretty funny one. What the tranny story? You told oh, I, have, I have a couple of training stories. That's pretty bad. You have multiple training stories. When I was in Thailand? Or yeah, in the, the Thailand. We had, well, we had a hot dancer who, yeah, who was a transvestite. Uh, we had a hot dancer. She was uh, Asian, American, African. Oh, wow. And I used the phrase American, African because you live in America. Right. If you're African-American, you can say, hey, I came over from Africa. But I use the phrase American-African because you live in America, you're American first. Like American-Asian, I, I want people, why do we, well, I'm getting off topic. But see, I can jump you, you around. You got a good point. I, but you know what I'm saying? You live in America. So right. why are you highlighting the Asian first? I don't say I'm Czech-American. I right. say I'm an American. Because we were born in America. Right, yeah. exactly. So I like to use the term American African, American Asian, American Indian, or whatever you might be, because we're in America. Well, anyways, this trans person was American, or she was American Asian slash American African. And she was pretty hot. And the first time, I didn't believe she was an actual trans. So as a general manager, you're walking around. I have access to the backstage you had to where all the dancers yeah. change, and so I can go back there anytime I want. And then you have a house mom that does their makeup and stuff, 
in the house mom uh, isn't employed by the club, but all the dancers give her money to do the makeup and she sells outfits and stuff, but she helps him out and she kind of keeps the peace back there because, you know, there's a lot of infighting. There's a lot of money on the line in Vegas. Well, anyways, I didn't believe because <laughs> when she talked, she taped that fucking thing. Did you see uh, Silence of the Lambs, right? <laughs> I fucked me, right? The guy tucks his thing while she fucking like literally taped it between her fucking legs. Oh, no. Yeah, I mean, it must have been the American African part in her. I mean, she fucking had a dick bigger than mine for <laughs> But when she put her little bikini on, you couldn't even tell it was... Like, and like yeah. she was one of the most requested people. Oh, and so wow. whenever the, somebody would get her, I forgot what her stage name was. Coco, right? Um, no. no, that's not Coco. Honey Bun? <laughs> no, Ooh. But, oh, excuse little, me, little gas. bless myself. Yeah. But uh, Chris, you okay? when she would get dances, <laughs> you know, we would all, my, my momos, my, my um, floor hosts and stuff, we would all just be laughing at these guys because they'd be throwing money at her. And little did she know, she's got a big a dick probably bigger than them, you know, wow. sitting in between there. But it was unbelievable what you did. So I didn't believe it. So I walked back there one day. I'm like, what the fuck? And sure enough, it was. There was a big old cocoa. It was pretty big. Yeah. Girthy? Or just standard? Well, I didn't see it in the oh, okay. Right. That's different. I didn't want to uh, arouse right. this, this right. person right. to find out. That's true. But, <laughs> but but she was pretty big. So she was one. <laughs> then I had Coco. Yeah, so I'm doing all the, I do all the hiring. And, and so a girl would come in and say, and I'm not the best looking guy. And I did that for three and a half years before I went back in the military. Maybe four. Yeah. Um, but as a general manager, everybody wants something from you, you know. So if they want to hire, if they, so the girls, so the girls in Las Vegas, number one, they have to get a license. They have to, to, to be dance? registered. Right. To so they have to have a license. They have to have a TAM card, um, which is your, was that the alcohol card or something? It was a TAM card and something else. It's, it was a while ago, so I am forgetting. But there were two licenses that all these girls needed. Because if the police had had any felonies, they're supposed to be clean. And then the police could look up and say, you know, just another form of identification. Yeah. If something happened, they could say, okay, she's got a TAM she's, license. She's probably working at the strip clubs or something like that, right? So the girl would come in. So bartenders, waitresses would be the same thing. Well, I want to work. So Vegas is a 24-hour town, as you know, right? You play Vegas, I right? Have. Oh, fuck out, yeah. Parties don't stop till three in the morning. <laughs> right? I, I, I just eight in the morning. For how's that song go? For me, that though. was a crunk song. That guy who did that song, actually, <laughs> I did security for him. That was um, who's the crunk guy? It's not Little John. Welcome to Atlanta, where the players play. play. Big beat speed dropping. Their parties don't start till eight in the morning. <laughs> Right? Yeah, that is. That a, song, yeah. Who sings it? Too young. Who is it? Too young. Who is it? Well, whoever that is, that's the guy. That's one of the guys. So anyway, so these people, those three shifts. We were open twenty four hours. Jermaine, so we had three shifts. Jermaine Dupri, I think. No, it wasn't Jermaine Dupri. It was what? the crunk guy. It wasn't Little John. It was one of his posse or crew. Oh, K. Crew with a K. Crunk music. Wait. K. I know CK. Could kill them motherfuckers. I dealt with them. That's another story. Well, anyways. So. Oh, yeah. Blood. 
Yeah. Crip killer. See, K motherfucker. Yeah. I used to be able to do the thing. See, I'm getting off topic because. Blood? You're throwing up gang I don't signs. Know. Jeez. I am a gangster. I know. Oh, I see, gee. you're a bike gangster. Well, no. I play one on TV. Sounds anyways, like, where was I? So these girls, they all want they want to work. Hey, I want to work prime shift. I want to work this shift. And then, so I would say, so I would have, I would say, all right, if you can get me hard in five minutes, I'll work, I'll work you. I'll put you on main shift. What do they have to do? It, well, anything they want to get me fucking hard. So oh. guess, use your imagination. Where did I go from there? I, I liked, I liked my, you know, I, I told you several times at where I work. I liked my um, uh, oral pungalinguses and stuff like that, oral fixation. I didn't really bang a lot of the chicks, but if I didn't get four or five blowjobs a night, that was a slow fucking night. Let's <laughs> put it that way. That's a good gig, huh? Yeah. Yeah. It was nice because I did all the hard. I met my wife that way. Oh god! She refused to give me oral fixation, but uh, she refused. Yeah, that's when you know she's the one. Oh yeah, she's got she's, she's got she standards. Has morals. Yeah. She's not a slut. Exactly. Yeah. So you know that's a good woman. Right. That's true. Romanian. So what else you want? Let's see. Let's see. So <laughs> Chris is losing his mind. He's not. He doesn't know what to do when he's not talking. So you might want to talk. You want to add anything, Chris? I feel like I'm hogging. <laughs> I don't know what to do here. I'm the guest, right? Hey. So this is my time? Yeah. yeah. I mean, what do you guys want? You're doing great. I'll look your way. You cha- you saved your beard from last time. You I took did. my advice. I did. See that? It was you good. look much handsomer now. You got to trim your hair a little bit. Yeah, I, I did. did. I do. Yeah. yeah. Keep it oh, keep yeah. it cropped up on top. Like Who won the golf game? Did you guys golf? Yeah, we played with Cassikite and uh, Steve Fortune. Oh, really? Yeah, we played a little match. Did you guys win? We played, what was it? It was Chris and Kurt, Cassikite, for what? It was, you guys won the first six or something? Yeah, but I played like shit. Chris played a part of it. Ah! As a hustler. He topped like five balls. I couldn't stop it, though. Couldn't stop what? Topping. Topping. Yeah. But then I hit a drive past Kurt. He did uh, number eight. Hit one past him. Is that this, pretty good? That is pretty good. Well, yeah. And the brewery is open. It's right down the road. If I didn't right? have the Bumble Date, the one, no, not the one in, um, not the original, the one off of uh, 77 in Middleburg Heights is open. That's the main one? Yeah, That's I ate the there. I had some wings and their food is really good. I had it. You're not taking your Bumble Date there? No. What do you I, plan? I'm not telling you. What, what do you plan to happen with this Bumble Date? Like, you're, like, Intentions are serious, like relationship. Or this is your first date with this person. This is it's not a date, it's a meeting. Yeah, Bumble is dating. Well, that's the same thing, right? I mean, yeah, I guess. What, I mean, uh, well, like I told you, I don't really care. I let it all hang out. He's got a question. What about your wife? Oh, yeah. Oh, my wife? No, it was a loveless marriage. I, I said, I love you one time to my dog. He licked himself and left the room, so I never said I loved you to any of my wives. I that I was married to Romania. Right? How many have you had? Two. Just for my first wife. Migration. Well, I, I, for legal purposes, a disclaimer: I loved all my wives, and we were really married. But my first wife was Panamanian, and I got married to Krika, ninety-two, as the military. She worked for Noriega. Which having a clearance and marrying a foreign national who worked for Noriega at the time, it was kind of crazy. But we were married three years. 
I went to Korea, and then uh, when I went back to D.C., she was an anesthesiologist, sort of Panamanian government. I met her in San Antonio. The Panamanian government sent her to America to learn anesthesiological things, and they were going to ship her back. You know, she didn't want to go back. So, I mean, look at me. I'm an Adonis. Who wouldn't want to marry me? You know? So we married so she could stay in, stay in America. And th she broke my heart, and things didn't, oh, tired didn't to hear that, last. Man. So then my Romanian chick, I'm very you like attractive. To the Romanian like women. Oh, yeah. They, I like, they I like, like you. Yeah. They like you. In Romania, Eastern European nations, I'm a very attractive man. My name is Sladki. It means the wolf in some... Some cultures. Some cultures. It means Mr. Sweet. Oh, yeah, maybe. Sweet wolf. Sweet wolf. <laughs> yeah, that's what they call me. And my features are very prominent. They are. They love me. Heck yeah. So my Romanian wife loved me. But my Romanian wife was kind of the same way. She was working at the club. And uh, she's a very successful photographer. She does a lot. I told you, she does all the photography for Cirque du Soleil. Oh, really? Um, they use some of her pictures for the... She's like a freelance, so sometimes they use your pictures, sometimes they yeah. don't. So, you know, they'll buy her pictures and use them in the brochures for the whatever show, you know, book. Yeah. Uh, she does weddings. She's an interior designer now, too. Jeez. But... Uh, some of her work she used I think she used they used three of her stuff for the big billboards that that she took and uh they get paid well when they use oh yeah they, get, they probably they, yeah. get, they get paid, paid, paid very well yeah because it's all um uh fresh, it's like getty fresh you, tuesdays represent yeah you heard of getty images right they don't know they're, they're like the biggest fucking thing in the photography all right. every image that you'll if you if you want to like <clears> a copyright getty owns Hundreds of millions of fucking images, fo photos. Yeah, like that Will Smith right there. Mm -hmm. Could it be Getty? I don't know. Probably not, but it could be Getty. If you Google I mean, they just like own Will Smith, and you just see a picture of him in the images, and the little bottom left, you would say Getty. Getty. They, they own, own the rights to every fucking. I never thing. noticed that. So it's kind of like when a, when a record company comes out with a song, the rights every time it's played, they make right. point five cents or something. Yeah, right? I'm taking up his I mean, thing. He likes. No, Chris, do you need to talk? Do you... What's going on? What's happening? I'm just yeah. trying to put my shoulder. Back. All right, so let me get back to Vegas. <laughs> All right. So uh, let's see. Okay, I'll tell the Ch Chico Ortiz story. Okay. So Chico Ortiz, I called him Chico. Tito Ortiz, very famous, prominent fighter, Chuck Liddell, back in Chris, Kriker. The microphone. Two thousand. Yeah. Relax. You're going crazy. You're cutting me off here. Man. I'm sorry. Do you have any questions? You alright? Sorry, it won't happen again. You're the man. Did you have your COVID shots? I don't know if I, sh I should be sitting so close yeah. to you. Guys. I don't know if I should sit close to you. I'm vaccinated. You're shedding. I am. Do you see Sydney's here anywhere? Yeah, you're shedding. I have a little mask of Sydney. Um, anyways, so Chico Ortiz used to, she, he liked one dancer. This is prior to him uh, marrying and dating uh, Jenna Jameson. Uh, Jenna Jameson. Yeah. He liked one of his dancers. So he hung around with an entourage, about six, seven guys. And they would always come in the club. This is 2004, five. So this is when he was active in, in the prime. UFC. Right, yeah, in his prime. prime. Right. And uh, he would come in and he'd want the VIP treatment. And, you know, a bottle of Grey Goose or Patron or something, you know, cost us $27, $35. And we would charge, you know, $8.50 for a bottle of you know, VIP stuff. You know, that's how the clubs make their money. And I'll get into that a little bit later. 
Uh, but that's how the clubs make their money. So he would come in all the time, and, and he wouldn't tip nobody. He wouldn't tip the waitresses. They all hated him. He, he was, was a dick. fucking dick. Yeah. And I was getting pissed because he owed some money, and I would always tell him, hey, you need to pay these tabs. Why oh, bring in all these fucking people and everything? And so one night I had enough. They had an ex-Hell Angels guy named, his name was literally Stonebreaker. I'm not his, his last name was Stonebreaker. His last name was Stonebreaker. Yeah, we would call him Stoney. And he was a badass. He was a Hell's Angels guy. Oh, uh, he got out somehow, but he still had some tats, but he covered them up because he was you know, technically out of the club. Uh, and he hated Chico. He hated Tito? He hated him. Uh. So he did something that night, and I, he pissed me off, and I said, Stoney, do not let them leave. They are paying their fucking tab tonight. Do not let them leave. And so when you have security in the clubs, I'm not the biggest guy and I'm not very strong, but I always told you I could take a fucking beating. Right. So I could take a beating enough to when the, my help comes, right? So you have two types of, <laughs> you have, you have two types of guys when you're doing security in Vegas. Enough to the clubs. Come, I mean. You have your big momos and, 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 and jamalukes who, <laughs> who just beat the shit out of people. What is a jamaluke? This, you know, I don't know, this is a big momo. You know, they're usually Asian Pacific Islanders in Vegas. They're all these Tongans and Samoans and stuff. And everybody's really, everybody's a cage fighter or I'm related to this guy or something. It's, it's crazy. So anyway, so here I am, you know, 200, and I was a little fatty back then. I ballooned probably up, well, I told you I was like 235, 240, and, yeah. you know, I'm drinking Red Bulls and vodkas all day. Well, anyways, but when I was doing security, I was kind of about my size now. Yeah. But I could actually talk to people. Say, hey, come on, sir, relax, don't do nothing. I can kick your ass. And my, always, my, my method was, you know, when I went up to big guys, hey, guy, come on down from the table, don't touch the girl, I'll kick your ass. What are you going to say? I'm not going to do nothing. So you may be able to get me one or two shots in. But all I got to do is get on this mic here and you're going to go to jail, you're going to get beat up, your night's going to be ruined, just relax. All right. So you got two bulls going against each other. There's going to be a fight. If I go to a big guy, and they're drunk. I never took anything seriously. They're all drunk. I had drinks spilled on me, thrown in my face, spit yeah. at, called all kinds of names. You're drunk. I would take the keys and get them a cab, and a lot of times they would come back the next day. Hey, man, I appreciate it. Thank you. Shake my hand with, you know, a couple hundred dollars, and you saved me, you know. Yeah. So that's how I was able to do security because... I avoided things. And like I said, if they want to start something, you know, I may be able to duck with punch, but I'm going to get whooped. So what happened with Stonebreaker? Well, anyway, so, so I told, so I told, I told Stone. thank you for getting me. I know. So that's why you're a host. I'm trying why to didn't help. you do that? I'm, I'm just the same as you. I get caught up in different conversations yeah, and you topics. See, I, I, you guys, I you guys are both on. ranters. Well, anyways, I do rant. And Chris is not because he's not getting his time. No, no. Well, I'm leaving here pretty <laughs> no. soon. You'll get your time. This is gonna be. Anyways, so I told Stonebreaker, do not. He had a Chico had like five guys with him that night, and I told Stonebreaker, I said, stop them at the fucking door. They're not leaving tonight. So Stonebreaker goes up to deal, getting ready to walk out, and he goes, hey, you ain't leaving, Chico. He called him Chico. Oh, he was he awesome. Did. Oh, he was pissed. So me and Stony were up there first, and I had another guy, uh, a big, wild Samoan guy standing behind Stonebreaker until I can get my other guys over there. And they're like, you know who I am? I'll kick your ass. And Stoney's just, he's like, can I do it? Can I, and I have an earpiece in. Yeah. Can I hit him? I can hit him. Not yet. Not yet. And I'm like, hey, listen. Tito, you're paying your tab. This is what you owe. I think it was like maybe 
$3,500, something, yeah. you know, for all the times. I said, listen, this is from this night. That's some change for you. I said, you don't bring no, sh he says, oh, I bring people. I said, you don't bring nobody in. And not one person's come here and said, Tito Ortiz told me to come to the fucking sin. I said, you treat my employees like shit. You don't fucking tip. You're paying everything tonight before you leave. So then his entourage started getting into it. And so he turned around and talked to Stonebreaker. And I said, all right, Stoney, because I had the rest of my momos up there. I said, all right. I took my glasses off because I've always wear glasses. But I took my glasses off. I set them on the counter. I said, all right, Stoney, you got the green light. So Stoney goes up to Tito. He goes, Tito, I fucking hate you. You're a piece of shit. You're avoiding Chuck Liddell. And this is during that time when they were having their, their matchups. And he always avoided Liddell and shit. And he goes, you're a piece of shit. You fucking not leaving this place until you fucking pay the check. And Chuck or Tito went, went back like this or something. And before he can get it off, Stoney just nailed him. Really? And I swear to God, I seen a tooth go flying or something. Damn. And Chico was out. He knocked I mean, him out? Out. Wow. So his four momos that he had with him didn't know what to fucking do. Because I got like six or seven guys back there. You know, Stoney's just standing there. Get up. He's waiting for him. And he's all dazed and stuff. And he's like, and he's shaking off. And he told his guys, all right, oh, hold on, hold on. And he's checking his mouth. And blood's coming down from his nose. And his fucking lips all swolled up. And he says, all right. And he reached in his fucking little thing. And he had a black AMX card because he was making money at the time. Oh, which yeah. black is like a, a high roller. You any woman sees a black, well, any stripper in Vegas sees a black AMS card. It was like, right. cha-ching. And then he paid his tab and he, ne he never fucking came back. Oh. <coughs> Hello, America. We're back out. All right. So I'm going to tell two quick stories here. And I have more. That's why I'm going to be, uh, 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 will I be the part. first guest to come back again? Uh, we'll probably have people come back. I imagine. I don't know. I don't know. We just go. All right. You know, so anyways, here's two quick flow, stories. Man. So whoever goes to Las Vegas, I'll tell you about the taxi cabs and the limo drivers. So the owner of Olympic Gardens Strip Club owns one of the taxi cab services out there. I forgot which one. I think it was green at the time. But the green cabs, whatever the green cabs are called. This is, again, this is Prica 2004, 5, and 6. <laughs> So he what's, owns what's one of the cab. What's Krika mean again? Circa. What's that mean? I mind fuck you. I say Krika. But yeah, but what's Circa? Mean? But it's Circa. What's that Circa? It's just the date. Like Circa. Circa the way? 1200 AD. You know what Circa means. Yeah. It's around, Latin. Oh, around okay. what time? Yes, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I don't speak Latin. I'm a merc. You never heard of Circa? <laughs> I'm a I say Krika. You say oh, circa. I say. Anyways, I don't say any of that. So circa two thousand <laughs> four, five, or six. You're the only person I ever heard say Craiga before. I, know. I just never heard because it. I'm Craiga two thousand seventeen. I'm. I know you're. You're the dude. I'm different. You're the dude. I'm Abby Normal. You're I'm the dude, man. Good mark. Anyways, so the owner of Olympic Garden owns or one of the taxis, right? Mm -hmm. So back in the day when we were opening it up, so you 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 got a bachelor party. There's six or seven of you guys. You're down at Caesar's Palace and you want to get a cab. Mm -hmm. So you got the doorman at Caesar's Palace, the valet guy, right, who's running. Hey guys, what do you need? You, you got a cab? How many you got? I got six guys. Where are you going? 
we're going down. Uh, we're go we're going to the Mirage. I'm just throwing stuff out there so that the distances may not be right, accurate, accurate. Right. Yeah. We're going to the Mirage. Okay, you're gonna need two caps because there's only four people allowed in a cap. And so call he'll call these caps up and they'll go in there and four will get one and two will get another one to go on their way. So if I go to you, Chrissy, I said, hey guys, how many of you guys got? We got six guys. Where are you going? Oh, we're thinking going to a strip club. Oh, a strip club. So I'm gonna walk over and say, Oh, do you want a limousine? I got a guy over here, we'll take you in there for free. No charge, just tip him. You know, he works for tips. He'll get you in. No problem where I can get you a cab. Oh, we'll just take a cab. All right. Well, then six of you, gonna, six of you are going to file in that fucking cab because you're going to a strip club. Yeah. So the transit authority only allows four people for, per cab, right? Right. Because that's, that's the law. Everything is regulated. Thanks, fucking Bin Laden. Everything is regulated. <laughs> Thanks now, a lot, right? Bin Laden. So they would, so they would go, so they, but if you go in a strip club, you get six. So that guy goes in and say, hey, what strip club do you want to go to? Well, I don't know. What, what's a good one? You, I'm not from, are you from Vegas? No. No, you don't know what strip club to go to, right? No. You're going to, hey, what's, what strip, oh, you need, you, you need to go to OG. So if, if, if the owner of the OG cab, you know, they direct everybody to OG. So they'll drive you, but if you wanted to go to, say, Spearmint Rhino, which is another famous one, or there. Sin or something like ah. that, they say, oh, you don't want to go there, that's not good. Well, we want to go there, we want to go there. So what, right? are, you, what are you getting So there? they would drop you off in the front, and my doorman up front would greet you, say you had six guys get out of cab, you'd pay your $35, <laughs> you'd pay your $35 cover charge to get into our club, the cab would pull around in the back, right? And we would have to pay that cab driver $60 a head. Oh, oh shit. Right? Because he yeah. dropped them off. Right. Right? Wow. Well, if I'm only charging you $35 cover, I'm already out $25, a person who walked through that fucking door. Yeah. Right? Wow. So what these cab drivers do, again, so it was a price gouge. <laughs> So one day, so Spearmint Rhino would say, hey, we're paying 70 a head or $75 a head to have people dropped off at our place. So these cab drivers would fucking hustle and just yeah. go wherever they're making the most money, right? Well, I'm talking to Barry. I'm the GM. I said, Barry, we can't keep on doing this. I mean, this is fucking ridiculous. We're losing fucking $35. One time, I got, I got up to $125 a fucking head. Damn. So these cab drivers, what they would do They'd have, their, they'd, have their, they'd have their four cab driver friends. What's going on back there? They'd have their four cab driver friends who were off that night. And they would just drive around to all these strip clubs. They'd walk in and, and, and spend five minutes in the fucking club. And then leave. You know, because they got their $100 they got their money, and $75 fucking yeah. dollars. Right? So, yeah. So, you know, so I had a, a, a very bad... I hated the fucking cab drivers and the limo. I carried a fucking gun. Let's hear the, let's hear the Asian okay, here's story. Here's the Asian <laughs> So I had a group of Asian guys come in. Very, very high rollers. They were in the VIP. They were asking for blondes. They were acting as brunettes. They wanted American, African women. Very exotic to Asian women, Asian men. Yeah, Asian actually. men. They so they wanted all these right? exotic things, right? So they took these two girls. Uh, there was, well, they took more than two, but. The story, they took these girls back into the VIP lounge, right? And there was four of them on, on, 
and I, I'm watching on a video camera because we have cameras everywhere in the fucking club. It's like, uh, you know, you ain't going to get away with nothing. Insurance right. purposes and security and stuff. So you have all these cameras back there, right? And uh, so this one girl's lap dancing on this one guy. And his friend is, is maybe over where FDR is, you know, on, on the other side of the lounge. And they got their bottles of booze and stuff and everything. And all the accoutrements, the Red Bulls and the orange juice and the nice cranberry right, and stuff right, right. is in the center. And this girl starts fucking grinding on this guy, right? And I'm watching it. And then I notice the guy, he kind of like jerks and kind of like pushes her off. And I'm like, what? You know, I'm looking a little harder here. What's going on here, right? And I see this big, because it's not the best camera, but there's like a big stain on this guy's fucking leg, right? Well, she fucking had her period right on the fucking guy's lap right there, right? So the guy's looking down, and it takes him a while, and they're all speaking Japanese. Boy, yeah, yeah, by the way, and they're going back and forth. (laughs) And the guy starts throwing up, right? Well, he threw up on the, his buddy who's next to it, this other girl, and the other girl's fucking throws up. His buddy throws up. The two girls over there throw up. This is a chain and there's reaction. like a fucking puke party back there. And I'm watching this unfold, and the girls are come running oh out, and they're God. covered in fucking puke, and the Japanese guys are going fucking nuts. Oh, they're going off, and they come running out, and they go in the bathroom, and they fucking puke in the bathroom, and they're trying to clean it up and everything. And, uh... Oh it was just fucking madness. It was nuts. like, what was that movie? There was a movie that had that scene. Was what? Was the Sandlot? Oh, um, Stand By Me, where the, the fat kid said he was eat the pie and he threw up on pers- purpose oh. and then everybody threw up. I don't know. It was like that. It was like something, something out of the movie. It was a chain reaction. Yeah. It was a chain reaction. And like, I was like, fuck. And we had to go back there and it smelled. That's a lot of it, was, it was a lot of Period, blood, and pee. It was, it was oh. horrible. So anyway, so the next day, this this guy's this guy's uh, <laughs> interpreter, indentured uh, servant, comes back to the club, and he's got all these suits on these hangers with the blood stain and all the puke stains and stuff, and goes, you know, you must pay, you must pay, and I'm like, well, and I'm like, well, what the fuck you want me to pay for? I said, listen, these girls are independent contractors. I can't do nothing. I said, it's not my responsibility. What happens in the VIP room stays in the VIP room. That's why you slip me a little more money. I'll shut the camera down. But anyway, that's another story. But anyways, so he wanted me to pay. And I'm looking at, they have like a receipt for how much these suits are. How much? And they're like seven, eight grand a piece. You know, they're from... um, Tom Ford? Well, they're... Yeah, that's I mean, I'm like, fuck. I'm like, God damn, you know, that's a lot of money. I said, I ain't paying for shit. I said, uh-uh. yeah, that's a separate contractor. I said, come no responsible. And they're you yelling at me. <laughs> I thought they were going to go off to do some judo or something. You never me. know. Yeah. I called Stonebreaker up to come. You did? Stonebreaker? Yeah, I got oh, scared. Yeah. He'll fuck hey, him up. don't mess with an Asian guy. No. You never you know. You never know. You never know. You never judge a book you by the cover. You can't judge anybody by the cover. No, you can't. You never look at that pissy pissy <laughs> that he's a golf hustler. He is a golf hustler. Not today I was. Today wasn't his day. I don't think he got it. Who would have thunk? Old Chrissy Fizzy. The legend. Was a as an adult performer. He is. Well, well I, known. Yeah, so that, I, I got some other stories too. This is but it's very interesting. But Vegas, yeah, Vegas I could do a whole crazy. episode just on the just scams on that's going on. We had scams. And again, as a guy who didn't do drugs... Like I said, if I caught somebody selling drugs, you know, I had to protect the club. 
right. in, in prostitution. That's why you were hired. In the right. First place, in, in prostitution and selling the drugs were the big thing. I didn't allow any fucking drugs. I didn't care if you gave a guy a hand job. I'll I'll right. shut off the camera or a blowjob in the VIP room That's as long different. as I get That's different. as long as I get my cup. I'll turn the camera off for you. Talk the guy back there, but I'm getting two hundred. You know, but uh, you know, drugs. I couldn't do drugs because we would lose our fucking license. Right. And so you fire somebody or, or thieves too. And I would tell guys who would who would steal from us. So listen, you fucking idiots. You can take two hundred dollars a night from me, and I would never know. But they get fucking greedy. Two hundred goes to three hundred. Everybody does. Four hundred, and yeah. eventually I'm gonna fucking catch you. That's too much, right? So when I would fire people, you're talking a lot of money. I got jumped a couple times. I started carrying a fucking gun. I'm always packing. Mm. Delma Louise. But I was yeah. carrying a real gun. You know, and it was a rough business. I couldn't do it. I, I ballooned up. And so that's why I went back in the military. I, I see myself sliding down that slippery slope. I would get drunk. I would never drive home. I'd always have limo drivers. There were some limo drivers I, I kept good terms with. Uh, just to be in the industry and stuff, but for the most part, I hated the limo drivers and taxi drivers. But yeah, I mean, I would balloon up, and so I joined the military to kind of sober up again. And that's how I became a genuine American war hero. Because my first 10 year stints, I didn't have no wars to fight because they knew I was in. But when I got out, the war started. That's See true. that? That is true. Thanks, fucking Bin Laden. Thanks I was out, you son of a bitch. Thanks a lot, Bin Laden. Yeah, and then I got back in. Oh, you're back. They pulled me back in. Oh, you're back in there now? Well, no, no. Oh. When'd you go back in? 2000, Krayka. Krayka. 2007. I joined the reserve unit and went back I in. I didn't curse you go in the military. You wouldn't last. I wouldn't. Why not? You'd get raped in the showers. Look at him. He's an Adonis. Not that there's anything, not that there's anything wrong with that. Your sexual what orientation you is between you and the Lord whoever's up above there. You know, I have nothing wrong with that. I mean, that's that. your life. You know, your that's body, right. your choice. Yeah, there might there were some instances where you know, well, my my trans story. Well, then you get <laughs> then you get pegged by one, or you pegged one, a tranny. No, I got blowjobs oh. by them oh, because okay. I, when I found out <laughs> they already started, I just said finish. Oh, they had I, fake boobies. I mean, that's close. Well, fake, you couldn't tell a fake boob on a man or a woman. Who the fuck cares if they look like a woman? You're grabbing a fake boob. Right. And so I I checked for oil, and she, she had it. Or it had a <laughs> had a, a, a wingy it had a wingy wangy. She's already sucking my dick. Oh my god! So I just kept on grabbing the boob and closed my eyes. I pictured this picture like a yeah. hot girl or something. Absolutely, yeah. finish because as we talked about. <laughs> it this. So here's this. This is why it's so hard to convert. Who would you rather have sucking your dick? Finish. A woman who has access to our equipment couple hours a week at tops or a guy who has access to our equipment 24 7 365 who do you fucking think gives a better blowjob the fucking guy is going to give a better blowjob i don't know about that fdr back there that's it well our time is done all right well i make that i pose to you america not that there's anything wrong with being gay but if you're straight and you find a trans guy with big fake breasts, one fake breast is another, and he looks like a woman, who would you rather have sucking your dick? A guy <laughs> who knows what he's doing or a girl? A That's girl. why they're so hard a to A girl. Convert. 
I don't That's care. why it's so hard to convert. You just don't get head from guys. Well, no, you don't. <laughs> but if you don't know it's a guy. I mean, I don't know. I let him finish. This is a celebrity. This is a celebrity I let him finish. Chris, you got any final comments or anything you want to add? Final comment. Or anything you want to add? Watch. So bad. Watch uh, WWE SmackDown and Raw. Raw tonight. Uh, the Who's fighting tonight? The review. And consequences of WrestleMania backlash. I mean, you're you you like wrestling too. You guys could have talked about wrestling. I was a luchador. He was a luchador. You know about the luchador? Oh yes, El Banos. Your name was the bathrooms. Well, I didn't know it was the bathroom because I don't speak Spanish. But I was down there training. I had Montezuma's revenge for the first three days. I was shitting a lot. So they came out and said, oh, you El Banos. I was a heel. Oh. I was a bad guy. I was gringo. Chris, hey. Chris is a heel, too. I was El Banos. Um, nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When I got out of the military, I went down there. That was one of my dreams. I, I took like a... I paid mucho... Nah, not mucho dinero. But I paid some dinero and went to a wrestling school in Tijuana. Then they wanted me to wrestle a donkey, but that's another story. But yeah, I was El Bagnos. I like that. See, see you, Dad. And my finishing move was was a DDT. Los Matadores. No hablo español. See me, habla español mucho. Es mucho. All right, I gotta go. We off? We still on? See. I didn't know that. I thought I was performing here. I gotta, go. I gotta go to the bathroom. You only got it till six thirty. See and that? then Chris wanted to make some final statements. You're, it's good. You want to It's good. WWE like, WrestleMania okay. is coming up. Promoting anything with it, WrestleMania? No, WrestleMania. Oh, WrestleMania already happened. I mean, we're, we'll, we'll pay a little extra. I mean, we're running behind. Chris, you know, Chris got to talk a little bit. You know. Well, he's paying eighty bucks. He wants to talk a little bit, don't he? I took up all his time. I mean, he's. A, no, you're good, man. Okay, you're the guest. You're the guest, but Chris likes talking too. That's okay. Trust me, like all I gotta say, all I gotta say <laughs> is stay right. That is all you need to know. Who's that? Who's that? I have no idea. That is all you people need to know. Is that Doctor? Ben Von Rasty. The master of the claw, Chris. Ah. Come on. <laughs> Just claw in your head. Yeah. You want the wrestling? You don't know who the Baron is? You, you guys should have a wrestling match. In Baron Von Raschke? Do you want to have a wrestling match? He, 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 I, he's been looking for somebody to have a wrestling match with. Will like you be a big wrestling match? Yeah, or yeah, real like wrestling a WWE match. type I want to. I want. We'll film it. It'll be I'm on too our... old. My back would give you out. You can do it. I can barely golf 18 holes walking. For hey, sake. I, I feel you, man. Hey. It's not the age, it's the mileage. Yeah, yeah and true. I definitely... There's a lot of wear and tear. I've had a lot of wear and tear from unprecedented it? events. Or is it unprecedented? <laughs> unprecedented? Unprecedented. Is that how you say it? Unprecedented? Unprecedented? Unprecedented events. Unprecedented events. They occurred this night. Yeah. I kind of look like Barry. I don't know who Barry. He, he looked like Stone head. Cold. It was a German guy. 
Fog Vampire. What year was this? 86? Oh, no, this is... 79. 70s and... Yeah, we don't know. Hey, wrestling in the 70s and 80s were the prime of wrestling. What were you going to say? I forget. I'm sorry. You were going to say something. I'm, I'm intimidating. All right, I got to go. Oh. Oh, you're gonna, yeah, you're, you got your bumble, bumble date? I got a bumble date. Nice. Oh, have fun. You got a bumble date. Have fun in your bumble. Let's see if she looks like her picture. Half All right, have fun with your bumble date. I hope you... Uh, 40 pounds heavier than her picture. I hope she doesn't have a tucky. A tuck. Ducky. She doesn't have a Oh, no. Ducky, ducky. You know she's going to fit it. No, good luck with your day. Right, good good, good see you, Zoggy. Nice to meet you guys. Take have care. a good Take night, Zoggy. Take care. Chris, any, are we still rolling? Any final... You want to say anything, Chrissy? How, what, Chris, do you, what do you think of Flacky's uh, stories? Yeah, down down the stairs there. Um. See you, bud. Have a good bumble date. Just, just a tip. What do you think of those stories? I mean, he's lived a pretty crazy life. He has. I mean, you've lived a crazy life, but that was pretty. I have. He's got a lot of stories, then. Yeah, but you learn anything from any of that? What do you think? What do you soak in from that experience? You don't know. <laughs> what? I just asked you a question and you just shook your head. I. Are you not here right now? I am, but I don't know. <laughs> like. How do you not know? Because I'm the crazy guy. I don't have a mind my half the time. And the other yes, time... Yes, you do. <laughs> You're choosing not to. At times, I have to. What do you mean? Just, let's just say that if I had a brain at times, and, you know, you <coughs> feel emotion when you have a brain, like more emotion, like... Anger than emotion. See, with me, I'm able to go into Zen mode. Because how 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 would it feel if you're just trying to go into a restaurant or fast food place, order something to eat, and all of a sudden you go in and every single customer, doesn't matter what race, ethnicity, anything, all looked at me with very treacherous and termulous uh, just basically saying you come near me you're going to get your ass beat although that's the look they gave you that's the feeling you get from oh yeah like all five six of the of the customers (laughs) gave me the straight evil eye why do you think they do that did you come I, in there like? I just walked in. You weren't being. I walked crazy in, and all I did was I. You, you didn't run into the door. What? You think they smelled you? No, not. I don't. He's been smelling good lately. I think he took a shower today. Took three showers yeah. today. I need to, cause I'm I am an alien, so I stink like an alien. Furby. You think that's why? No. No, no like. Yeah, he's not buying it. No, because 
I was, I think they're, I think they're judging you because you look crazy. It was so bad that I just looked up at the menu. When I looked at the menu, one of, uh, uh, this is that subway. Oh, I'm gonna. Leave. I, I'm gonna every... leave. I'm gonna leave the place nameless. Oh, but I will say that even though I was in Zen mode, trying not to react. What's Zen mode? You just what? Oh, sorry. What is Zen mode? Zen you mode is a type of feeling everywhere. where you you, if like there's ten people in a room, you you won't. You feel all their energy. Oh yeah, you you feel people's so energy. So as soon as you time. entered this rest this place, you felt everybody's energy negative. Oh yeah, right like one look, it was like the look of I'm gonna kick your ass. Like, oh, yeah. sorry, come near me. Like I'm gonna kick your ass. Like, wow. and it it ranged from a probably sixty <laughs> seventy year old Caucasian businessman. Um. <laughs> Actually, there was there's like young, old, Caucasian. He's mama me thing. Getting it down. Getting down shot. Yeah. That's some crazy shit. Though. Hey. No, he does that. That guy's loves the. Two lives, three lives. He lived the Las Vegas life, military life. Oh, that'd be it. Maybe. North Carolina. Oh, I was Carolina, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, Chris, what were you saying? Oh, I forget what I was saying again. Oh, I'm baked. Are you really? Mm-hmm. I haven't seen you. Like, like, you're su- like, last episode you were super tense. Now you're just like... On a whole nother level. I just... Like you evolved to something else. Like Charizard. Holographic, you know. Yeah. I don't really know what to think. To be honest. But I do have a promo for everyone out there. Okay. Is this a wrestling promo? It is. (laughs) You know it is. I want... Anybody... Doesn't matter if you're a professional wrestler, either independent or on TV. I always do what I do. And what I do is I steal the freaking show. I'm not Rob Van Dam, the whole effing show, but. I'm not. That's RVD. And RVD. <laughs> shout out to the Hall of Famer. RVD. The Hall of Famer. Hey. Like, I'm impressed with your work, dude. Like, your work is very impressive. But with he me. He has some good frog splash. Like, that guy, he's an athlete. He is. He athlete. is. He's related to Jacques Claude. That's his brother. Jacques Claude Van Damme? You don't know who Jacques Claude Van Damme is? What? <laughs> That's Chris's hero. You don't know Jean Claude Van Damme. You I, do. You just are not. I am. Do. I am Jean Claude Van Damme. Uh. <laughs> Sir, how's Bison? You, uh, 
No, that's not it. Botch. Sir, how are you? Are you still alive? I'm okay. I'm half dead. Him bison, all dead. You see. You see. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Because this bison. And I'm using bison. Is any wrestler out there? Can you steal the show from me? I love, I love <laughs> how all, so many people, they're like, Ooh. right away, these different top stars, wrestling champions, new, old, they say they're the best, but they only made it in one thing. Are you saying you're the GOAT? I'm not the GOAT. What are you saying? I'm making a promo. I just oh. lost all my... Damn, my bad. I know what was going on. Also, like, I didn't know what was going on. Yeah, can we just wrap it up? I'm sorry. That wasn't, that wasn't a good promo. I was getting into the middle of it. What I was going to say was, see me. My bad. I'm sorry. I have... I I have done professional <laughs> acting for movies on screen. Just because I could. Just like when my boy, Tommy. No. No. Oh, I'm sorry. Remember Cam told you that we were going to keep you accountable? I don't remember. Oh. No repeats. Yeah. Okay, no repeats. <laughs> yeah, the guy at the door. Now he said that he's ever he already told that one. Let's sh shake it off. I I like. I really think your memory's completely gone. Because you tell me stories all the time that you told me the day before. Yeah, and I'm like, you told me that yesterday. Yeah, he's like, oh shit, really? I have. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I uh, can we on. just cut, please? Yeah, yeah, we're done.